Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Elevated Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Fouts, and in today's episode, we're talking about quote-unquote clean beauty. This is, I think, an episode that I may have recorded in the past, but I wanted to kind of give a new, shine a new light on that. So yeah, we're going to be talking all about what clean beauty means, my opinion on it, um, how I feel like the public perceives it, and why it kind of gets a bad name in the aesthetic community. Alright guys, this is a really talked about topic in the aesthetic community. It is a controversial topic for a few different reasons, but... I'm going to go over some points, um, some facts as to what clean beauty is. So clean beauty, a lot of companies um, will market their skincare as this to try and fit into a niche um, or this is how they feel is the best way to describe their products. So When a company is describing their product or marketing and branding their product as clean, um, it is clean beauty. So it is good to know that there is no FDA regulation as to what clean beauty means. So essentially, any company can say that their product is under the clean beauty category. So what you really want to focus on is ingredients and what ingredients matter to you. So, yeah, um, a lot of companies do rely on advertising being cruelty-free and vegan, free of parabens, as tools to help them to fit into this mold of clean. And um, that's okay. I personally do look for products that are cruelty-free, free of parabens, but I don't necessarily look for the term clean. Um, because I know that's kind of a gimmick. There's there's no FDA regulation on that term. Um, but I do want to mention a little bit about parabens. So they're not as harmful as you may think, actually. Um, if something is paraben-free, I would prefer that over the former. But I do want to say that... So kind of why parabens have gotten a bad name is because several years back, there were a few parabens that were banned from the EU. So these... Um, this group of parabens that were banned from the EU, they were believed to cause harm to marine life, and apparently there was some evidence that they were endocrine disruptors as well. But yeah, um, there's a lot of things that are considered like chemical sunscreen that is considered harmful to marine life. Many of them like oxybenzone, um, oxytinoxate, but like personally if I was going to be swimming in the ocean with marine life and I I knew that I would even if I was a darker skin tone I would do that just for the sake of being conscious but um as long as you're not swimming in the ocean with marine life chemical sunscreen is great and yeah it can be an endocrine disruptor but not to the level where it's concerning actually and I would much rather you wear chemical sunscreen than no sunscreen at all because that's reducing your risk for skin cancers so kind of take those things with a grain of salt. Like it's not a make for break it's not a make or break for me if something does have parabens, but like I said, I would prefer that it didn't. Um just like I prefer to use mineral sunscreen over chemical for that reason because they are non-endocrine disruptors. Um so there are other preservatives besides parabens that are better options. So and again, I want to emphasize that preservatives aren't bad. 
they keep staff away from in products they keep nasty um, bacteria and organisms from growing preservatives are good we need preservatives um, if you don't have a preservative in your product it is not going to have a very long shelf life and you may not even know that all of these nasty things are growing in your jar um, and yeah it can cause some really bad issues um, so that's why I really don't like um, that kind of skincare that you might get at a farmer's market or whatever that's like the farmer made, you know. And yeah, I like to support small businesses, but for that reason, you know, I know they didn't have a chemist, um, you know, a formulator. So just it's best to avoid those and make sure that you um, you understand what preservatives are all about. So, um, like I said, you need to um, have preservatives to keep harmful bacteria from breeding in our products. So, um, there has been a lot of talk recently about clean beauty in the aesthetic community and why this is basically a bullshit mindset and basically just a term that people don't believe in. So, a little bit about that. I personally support the idea of clean beauty and people who appreciate that. But like I said, I want you to understand that clean beauty is an unregulated term. Any company, any product can say that they are clean beauty um, without any, any guidelines, basically. So like I said, I myself do um, consider myself to be a holistic, holistic esthetician. I consider myself to seek after um, products and practices and just different things that I consider to be clean, which means um, lacking carcinogens and different things like that. Um, so clean beauty, I am a fan of, but I'm not a fan of what society understands clean beauty to be. So, like I said, ingredients. When a company is calling themselves clean beauty and they truly are quote unquote clean beauty, um, basically what they're what they're doing with their products is again they're vegan, cruelty free, they're free of parabens, which are considered harmful to many. Um, they use plant based ingredients, which honestly, every Every skincare line uses plant-based ingredients. Um, one of my favorite ones is Glymed Plus and Lyra Clinical, which are things that I use in my treatment room and retail. Um, they use a lot of plant oils, plant extracts, you know, even like salicylic acid. That is natural. That's a natural substance derived from willow bark. You know, a lot of skincare ingredients are many, most are derived from plants so that's something to know um they will be free of known endocrine disruptors or, or carcinogens but not all of them some lines and i would like to do some more research on um specific products and companies that claim to be clean beauty um so i'm going to look into that into their ingredient list and see what would potentially not be considered clean that they are including so and I guarantee you there are many so like Lyra Clinical and Glymed they don't consider their self like on the label they don't market their self as clean beauty but indeed they are because they are um, cruelty free they um, don't include harmful 
um, ingredients. They are plant-based. They, you know, things like that. So things that many would consider um, to be clean beauty. So basically, I just want you to disregard that term when you are searching for skincare products, beauty products, because it's a crock of shit. <laughs> but like I said, um, just kind of be aware of your ingredients. And if that is a little too much for you and you don't want to learn all these different ingredients um, because you have a different career, you have other things going on, um, just consult with a knowledgeable esthetician and ask them what products they would recommend to you with your favors in mind, like whatever is important to you. So if you want a product that is going to be um, free of certain things that you personally will consider harmful or include um, ingredients that you favor, things like that, just ask an esthetician that's knowledgeable and they can point you in the right direction. So yeah, that's my my spiel on that. And I did make a reel or a TikTok a while back about um, clean beauty, um, how that term is just like so loosely tossed around by companies and they just get people right in the door with that and they use that to their advantage, even though it really holds no value. So maybe you learned something today. Uh, maybe you already knew that. I think that's kind of more of a widely known thing, but I definitely wasn't aware of that two years ago. Um, but yeah, no FDA regulation, um, no guidelines. Anyone can, anyone. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, connect with me on my Instagram, Elevated Beauty Podcast, and let me know how you feel about clean beauty. Do you steer towards something that is marketed like that or do you specifically look out for ingredients that are important to you do you follow your esthetician's advice on what you need um, just from their knowledge so I'm really interested to see how other people feel about it like I said um, I do like the idea of clean beauty but um, I don't look for that labeling because it really doesn't hold any value so uh yeah if you like today's episode, let me know. Let me know what else you'd like to hear. As always, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you next Monday at a.m. Mountain Standard Time for another episode.